And welcome to episode number 53 of the Kerrville Podcast, Michaela and John Barrera. And John, I'll let you go ahead and uh, introduce today's guests. Uh, go ahead. We have Corey Edmondson, CEO and President of Peterson Health, and Lisa Winters, Director of Marketing at Peterson Health. And it's not Sid Peterson anymore, everybody. Yeah, that's right. It's Peterson Health. Yeah. Yes. Peterson yeah, making Health. that clear. Uh, because some people out there still think it is uh, Sid Peterson Hospital. And it, I mean, it was a, a long-standing name of the hospital. How long has that hospital been here now? Uh, we opened in 1949. 1949. Uh, and quite so. frankly, you know, the uh, Sid Peterson and, and the, that whole family, it, that's its purpose was yeah. why it was uh, ever established. And so that's kind of the name it had for the longest time. And that's our actual legal name. But we we go by Peterson Health just because we've we've evolved. We're much bigger. We're more integrated. So Peterson Health is more than just a a hospital. It's a it's a gigantic medical system that's here in the Texas Hill Country. Well, and it's grown to be now the largest um, health system in the Texas Hill Country. Mm. We have now thirteen rooftops. Thirteen rooftops. Um, we are we when you think about hospital, we we go beyond just the four walls of the hospital. We're we're integrated. And when I say that, uh, we we provide. A lot of things outside the hospital from home health uh, hospice we provide an ambulatory surgery center ambulatory care center we have employed physician group we have our own acute rehab hospital within our hospital uh, it's um, yeah it's it's growing urgent care urgent care yeah. and, and now locations outside of Kerrville we just opened on March 7th a new clinic in Fredericksburg for family practice we have a clinic and rehabilitation um, clinic in Comfort, and we've had a family practice clinic in Bandera for a while. So we have stretched far beyond just the, the Kerrville area. You know, Kerrville is kind of the, the hub for, you know, economically as well uh, for many counties in this part of Texas. So it makes sense for the medical center here to, to kind of take that role as well. Powerhouse. Yeah. Yeah, um, I love you said that uh, because we've been saying that we're the hub for healthcare in the Hill Country. Uh, so it is Kerrville's a hub for retail and all those things, but we're the hub for healthcare in the whole country. So like, good job of pulling that out. <laughs> well, I mean, it does make sense with so many locations and, and, uh, what you guys are doing. I know John has a question. Go ahead, John. Yeah. I, I was going to say, um, us as, you know, citizens have noticed the quality go through the roof the past, I don't know, three years, four years. I mean, two years. I don't. So, so what has changed at, at Peterson health? Um, you know, I say that Corey, P- Corey, <laughs> she's pointing. <laughs> there's a, there's well, a, 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 yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I want to be humble about all that. It's not uh, an individual who will, who, who does that. But I'll tell you that Peterson has been on a trajectory going up for for years. Um, and um, my predecessor did a great job of setting some of those foundations and standards. And I took that, and um, we're just we decided we're going to go to another level uh, with with what we do as an organization um and and so what has happened what's different um we've focused on our culture as an organization and being positive in everything that we do uh we aspire to our mission and vision as an organization so our vision is provide world-class care today tomorrow and always and our our mission is providing exceptional compassionate patient-centered care and we we just hone in on that with our staff uh and all and we tell we tell our staff they're uh, they're important. They make a difference. They're the most important asset, and 
we strive for quality and they and we monitor ourselves we we do we have metrics and we know when we're not achieving that and then we put processes in place to to achieve that yeah y'all do care about your staff too because um we had hill country wellness on a like three podcasts ago and y'all care all the way down to the mental health of your staff especially through the pandemic and and the effects that the pandemic had how was the pandemic on peterson health um it was it was tough i mean it 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 took its toll on our staff and i always say that you know the pandemic was certainly a healthcare issue but you know the general community they, they had their own personal issues at home and with babysitting or teaching kids at school or, or at home and but not only did our staff have all those things that everybody else had but then they had to go from home and then go to work and still deal with an intense environment mm. And so they had this double emotional issue that, and, and I will tell you, they, man, they're resilient. They're fantastic. And they were succeed. They just, they said, you know what, this is what we're made for. This is why we do what we do. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, and we'll, we're, there's a lot of sacrifice in, in healthcare uh, that people put on themselves for others. It's an other oriented industry. And, and that's what we, that's what we do. It's about, it's about others. So. Well meeting our 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 rebrand of peterson health one of our mantras is elevate health and each other and they are always elevating each other it's teamwork all the time and another thing that helped us get through covid is as we were going through it the community just poured out love the entire time we had folks delivering dinners out of their own pocket to you that's know, awesome to the icu it? we had businesses yeah. donating items just uh, to support the staff and to show them that they cared and wanted to make sure that they had the energy and the fuel to to get through it countless countless people in this community helped us get through it and that it really did help you know there's like a calling to work in healthcare, and when coronavirus oh, yeah. came around it was like a second calling for a lot of people because that's when they were really called to action in a lot of different ways they, yeah Man, y'all don't know if you're intentionally trying to feed me information, but the word calling, Mm -hmm. that's the word we use for our values. It's the word calling, and it stands for caring, accountability, leadership, learning, integrity, nurturing, and going the extra mile. Whoa, hit that button. Yeah, those are phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, any successful business, whether it's a healthcare system or a car dealership or any other kind of successful business, you got to have that mission statement and you got to know what your core values are. And it, and it sounds like you uh, have that honed in pretty well. Yes. Um, a lot of people look up to you. How did you get to work? So this is a two-sided question. How do you get to your position? And now that you're in your position, what would you tell yourself five years ago, 10 years ago, before you got to that position? Oh, wow. No COVID. Is yeah. it what you expected? Um, you know, so how did I get to my uh, position? And I think that was all, um, I guess my career was not traditional in how I got to my position. A lot of people grow up in the hospital system. I did not. I grew up uh, in healthcare having um, the ability to do other things. So I, I was a, a healthcare business owner. Um, I worked in an outpatient wound care, chronic wound care setting. Um, I was a clinical operations manager in a hospital. And I was I ran physicians' offices, and and then 
uh, got the opportunity then to jump into hospital administration uh, when I was asked to do that. And then that's kind of when I started my career in hospital administration. And, and with that, I would, how I got there, it, it, I think what I would encourage others who maybe want to or aspire to do that, don't rest on your laurels and just, just do what your job says to do. Look for other things to do to expand your knowledge mm. and take on extra work without expecting to get paid or praised. Uh, get, uh, take on, because that's where you learn. And then when you learn and you're successful you, and knowledge is powerful, then, then people say, you know, hey, they did that. So like, let's give them another, expand their uh, scope of influence and responsibility. And that's kind of where things led. And, and I will tell you, coming to where I am today, it was uh, it was scary good, um, and you're thinking, well, that's an oxymoron word. It, it is, and I say that because, and you'll understand, how I got here was all God-driven, Amen. instrumental, and and I can go into depths about that uh, at some other time. But if it, it, I believe that, and I'm here because of that, and as a result, it comes with great responsibility and. Uh, and you have to be careful with the responsibility, not abuse it. Um, I would also say that in leadership, you 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 never think of yourself highly than others. You treat everybody with respect. Nobody's better than the others. The only difference between myself and, let's say, a housekeeper, for example, and I tell them this during new employee orientation, there's no difference between you and I other than we have different responsibilities. And we both have to do that with excellence. Mm. And... And so that's a leader. So that's awesome. Anyway. Well, and he's going to be too yeah. humble to tell you that I was able to watch the interview process. You know, our prede- his predecessor, Pat Murray, had been there 24 years. And wow. so those were big shoes to fill. There were over 250 applicants who wouldn't want to work for Peterson Health. And he was um, hands down. I, mean, I remember two board members. We weren't supposed to know who was being interviewed, and I happened to be getting out of an elevator when two board members that were part of the selection process were getting in, and the, all I heard was, man, we found a rock star. And I didn't know who that was at the time, but they absolutely And then it ended up star. being Corey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Huge Feel blessed. pool of applicants wanting that position. And Great community. Yeah. So, so how long have you been with Peterson Health now, Corey? So in May will be three years. Three years that you've been with Peterson Health. Yeah. Um, you're looking at expanding and growing. Can you talk about some of the other things that, that you guys have on the horizon? Sure. Um, you know, COVID didn't stop us. Certainly, we had to pause and say, okay, we got to get our uh, act together and we got to figure out how to manage this, but we're not going to let it manage us. We're going to manage it. And with that, we're still going to do all the things that we're doing. So we had parallel paths of managing COVID and still growing. And we chose to do other things uh, and, and, go to our strategic plan of what we said we were going to do and adhere to that. And one of the things that we're doing um, in April, May, roughly, we'll break ground on a parking lot. I know that doesn't sound sexy, uh, but the reason we're building a parking lot is because we're going to be replacing some parking on site with a new ambulatory surgery center. Mm, Nice. Uh, And so we're building a new ambulatory surgery center, break ground on that in August. And when we're done with that, we'll go back into our ambulatory care center, the PV House Ambulatory Care Center, and spend multi-millions of dollars renovating it and expanding it to take, because our services in that uh, area have grown. And so we're on the grow. Um, We are. We're on the grow. 
You are on the grow. So, yeah, the, the parking lot, you know, when you tell people, <laughs> hey, uh, you're coming up soon. We're, we're going to have a, a parking lot. And uh, I like how you did that because <laughs> the they're like, are, oh, we're pretty excited about it as employees. Um, anyway, there's oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah. parking and everything, too. But then you say, yeah, because there's a new ambulatory care center coming. And uh, that is huge. This is what it's going to look like. So is that how is that going to expand the care in the Texas Hill Country? Um, so because we're growing, we're recruiting more physicians, surgeons, proceduralists who would be doing the surgery in the surgery center. Uh, we had we had to grow. Um, and we know that uh, the Hill Country's growing. Kerrville's growing. And in order to take care of the community, which is our mission and what we have to do, we had to put something in place uh, so we could expand. And so we're going to be able to recruit uh, more physicians, provide more services locally. Uh, and, and so that's that's what we're about is taking care of the uh, Hill Country. Amazing. Corey, um, another main reason behind this podcast is to introduce you to Kerrville. You know, a lot of people, you know, see you, see you online and, and, um, the way I saw you and, and, uh, met you was that 10 minute video back from 2020. And I think this is a good way for people to genuinely meet you and, and, and know who you are and you too, Mrs. Winters. And, uh, my next question was how important is your director of marketing to you? Well, it, valuable. I mean, she does, uh, she, she thinks strategically with me. Um, she, we, we get in, in the, in my office and all of a sudden we just start throwing things on the wall. Um, not literally, but ideas and seeing what <laughs> sticks and, and then we go and implement. Um, she's also a, a linguist, so she helps write things and helps with, uh, how things are languaged to the community. Um, and when we, we go back and forth on that. So she, she has to be a strategic planner and a visionary, uh, thinking out of the box and making sure that our our name is positive out there and quick on my feet because he doesn't stop running. <laughs> you got to keep up with him, huh? Yep, which is a great challenge. It's exciting. Michaela, I have a million questions, so you can stop me when you want. No, go. No, go you're for it. about to go. Please. <laughs> well, I please. mean, when you're in that kind of setting in, in a hospital and in a healthcare, literal healthcare system like Peterson Health is. I mean, when does it stop? It doesn't stop. It's nonstop, isn't it? Not- it's nonstop. And also you have to be, we use the word nimble a lot and flexible. You know, I, I worked for 12 years for the Kerrville Independent School District Yeah. Um, and loved it. But it's, it's kind of seasonal. You know what to expect kind of month to month and day to day as teachers are planning. And But with a hospital, you never know one day to the next, sometimes one hour mm. to the next. And you have to go with it and again approach things um positively even when they're not positive yeah i was we were going to talk about it's not all sunshine and rainbows i i expect and um having your position and your position i bet there's a lot of responsibilities and and backlash you might even get at sometimes how do you deal with the hard times yeah there 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 is some of that that naturally it goes with uh, leadership. Uh, you can't make everybody happy. No. I, I get that. You have to make decisions. You have to know why you made that decision and, and go with it. Uh, and, and I've, I've had some backlash um, and I have thick skin. Uh, you, you, I, the way I deal with it is I have to ask myself, is it the wise thing to do? And if I can say yes to that, then I can look at myself in the mirror and, and respond to the negativity that may come my way mm-hmm. uh, with that. And, and, 
I'm, we're not perfect as an organization. I'm not perfect as an individual. I'm going to make mistakes, and I have to forgive myself for making mistakes. I'm going to fail, and that's okay. We learn by our failures. Absolutely. Uh, and I, you can't have fear of failure. So we just we just go with it. And um, There are learning points. Yeah, exactly, in life. Yeah. That's the way it is. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I've seen you on the uh, coronavirus uh, briefings uh, that you would give, uh, especially like the, the city hall <laughs> during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, very serious. And it was a very serious situation. Mm. How, how do you unwind? How, how do you, you know, as, as Corey Emmonson, the CEO of Peterson <laughs> health, when, when you walk out the door, how do you, how do you leave that there or do you take it with you or how, how does it go? Yeah. Good question. It is good. It is a good question. Um, just like a hospital is 24 seven, I'm 24 seven. Um, I, it, it's hard not to think about it all the time. It's a, it's a great responsibility, but you have to manage that and balance that so that it doesn't overwhelm you. You got to be, have a healthy balance, uh, uh, with it, but you don't, you don't just leave it behind. Um, you know, I'm on call 24 seven. Anybody can get a hold of me anytime. Um, and it's just kind of, the, it's the nature of, it's the nature of the business. And I, you're grateful to, to be on call 24 seven with, help. with, you know, yeah. And I, and I can tell that by the way you're talking about it, which is awesome. Yeah. Proud. Um, Corey, my next question, and I was thinking about this last night. So your top dog at C, at, at Peterson health, who do you, who do you get advice from and who do you see as a mentor? Do you ever reach out to other CEOs and be like, Hey, have you ever been in this situation? Or do you talk to previous CEOs or who do you get your advice from? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want this to sound, um, I don't know. I have to be careful with how, how I respond. I, I, I certainly experience, but really who I seek, uh, wisdom from and, and all is, my Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so I'm just, you know, and, and I don't mean to say that in a, well, he's holier than thou. That's not what it's about. Uh, it's about uh, my faith. And that's where I get my balance from. That's where I get, that's how I sustain who I am. Otherwise I'd be going nuts. Um, and I know I'm forgiven uh, for my sins and failures. And, but that's, that's first and foremost, uh, my other uh, mentor, <laughs> she she knows what I'm gonna say. I do know what he's gonna say. Um, that's all right, Corey. We're... Yeah, Corey's very fortunate. He has a very beautiful wife <laughs> that's behind him all the that's, way. That's who it is. Through it all, huh? it's it, so she's she's just solid. Um supporter i can't be who i am without her so she i bounce things off her all the time she holds me accountable she tells me when i'm stupid and that was a that was a mistake why'd you do that why'd you say that or whatever i mean we've got this relationship where we we can do that and and so she keeps me humble (laughs) and um and as a result of that that that's who that is but i I read books um leadership books Uh, i i i try to absorb that and i listen to different podcasts oh, listen who, to other leaders. Who and what's a good book you recommend? You know, there's John, John Maxwell uh, has, has some good books out there. Simon Sinek uh, has, has stuff. So John Maxwell's probably the top leader book things that uh, I would read. You know, the latest one was Five Levels of Leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, uh, from an attitude standpoint, I always go back to Charles Swindoll's uh, quotes, probably one of my favorite quotes when it comes to attitude. Uh, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you handle it. It's all in your attitude. Things are going to come at you that are negative, right? Uh, you're going to get smashed around and beaten down, but that's 10%. But how you respond to it and and is, is all in your attitude. You can either waller in it and feel sorry for yourself and, and get depressed, or you can say, you know what? Uh, I'm going to move on to the next thing and forget that and let it roll off your back like water on a duck. I put that in my pitch to you in yeah. that email. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> um, so podcasts, um, have you heard of Jocko Willink on leadership? I have not. Ex-Navy SEAL, that guy is. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about leadership. So he goes to different um, to different businesses, hospitals even, he goes around the country and talks about leadership and how he led in the SEAL teams and how he still leads. And uh, may, yeah. I'm getting chills talking yeah. about it. Maybe that's I'll something to, to look into. I, got, I am. You'll have to have to give me that again before I leave. And if he does, if he does come to Pearson Health, I'm coming too. I'm letting you know <laughs> that right now. <laughs> you can come and join me. Oh man! But and Michaela, you have anything? What, what about uh, I mean, this podcast so far has has got you? It's been a been a great podcast and, and the leadership part. Uh, a lot of good information to to anybody out there that's running a business or, or running anything. You know, uh, Corey is is very. You know what you're doing, and, and I can understand why when you were in the elevator and you overheard those two board members, I can understand why you're. What, what exactly did they say, Lisa? They're like, "We found a rock star. Mm-hmm. We have found a rock star." Yeah. Uh, Corey, uh, I can I can tell that you are definitely well equipped to be able to handle the CEO position at Peterson Health. Oh. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Appreciate that. Appreciate the encouragement. What What's something about you that not not everybody knows? I mean, do you play guitar? Do you? I mean, uh, I want to do that. That's actually on my uh, list of things to do, uh, and is learn how to play the guitar, learn to speak Spanish. Uh, I enjoy playing golf. I just don't get out enough. Uh, and haven't I, when I moved here, I said, wow, I'm going to, I'm going to knock it out the first several months. I'll make sure I know we got everything in order. And then I'm going to play some golf. I'm going to get out on the weekends. I'm going to get out on a Friday afternoon to go play golf. Well, that's been, no, I haven't been able to do that, but I'm hoping that that's coming. Um, that explains why I'm still waiting for a trophy from our Peterson golf team It's right. sitting there. I've got the hole in the trophy case. I've been waiting a few years, but he's not practicing enough. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because if you want a a reason to play golf, uh, the Hill Country Crisis Council actually has a golf tournament coming up here. It's called Take a Shot Against Child Abuse. It's going to be April 11th, 2022. So I'm going to go ahead and sign you up for that we right now. Already, oh, already you're already signed, signed up. up and we're already a sponsor. Yes. Okay. All right. Great well, never mind. Yeah. Great cause. Uh, speaking of sponsor, yeah. y'all, y'all do a lot in the community. We are proudly, we proudly, not boast, but share that we give back just as much as we get um, through um, sponsoring family events, races, runs, um, anything that we can do to give back to the community. And that's our job as a nonprofit hospital. We are here to serve the community and we've, we've done it for years. That's so important, giving back. There's a lot of trends that I've seen, especially um, y'all are probably the most prominent we've had on and um, every successful, truly successful guest we have on have a couple of things in common. Michaela, you know, one of them, they're not afraid to take a risk. It's that, take- is, that has been a big one. 
Um, <laughs> probably the biggest one so far, the biggest correlation between all the episodes it, is is they're not afraid to, to sacrifice it all and take a risk. But in healthcare, you kind of have a limited... It's it's a little bit different to take a risk in healthcare because so many people's lives are on the line in healthcare as well. And I'm sure you know you've done a lot of studying, you know, uh, on leadership and that kind of thing. Where does that fall in there? Yeah, I, it, it it falls in there. I mean, we have to be we still have to be strategic thinkers and think ahead uh, for our future. So I'll 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 give you one one risk is our we went to our board of directors and said hey we want to buy the 157 acres uh, behind us behind the hospital because we're kind of landlocked and if we are going to be independent not-for-profit and we're going to grow so 30 years from now where are we going to do that mm, yeah. so they said you, you we're, we're going to do that so we bought the 157 acres behind the hospital it's a hill you can't build on all 157 but it's got a lot of acres that we can build on that's for our future, and that's a risk uh, that they took, uh, but it's for for the future. Another risk, if you would consider that, um, we we believe we're the best in the hill country. And so as a result, we need to be in the hill country. And that's wherever wherever that leads us. And uh, we've got uh, some feedback and some uh, individuals in, in the Fredericksburg area, and that's the reason we're there, is they felt that they needed additional primary care in that area. It was lacking, and we had the bandwidth, we had the space, and we got approached by a developer about the opportunity, and the stars aligned, and, and so that's what we're doing. And you you could consider that a risk, um, but but you're right. We You can't risk and say, hey, we're going to try this new therapy we've never had before on this patient and see if it works. Mm. Right, yeah, you can't, yeah, definitely can't do that. (laughs) You know, so, uh, yeah, those things that that we don't do. But one thing that leads us is um, in decision-making is is our quality. We have to to manage and monitor our quality, and we're winning awards with our quality and what we're accomplishing as an organization. And it's not about the award or the trophy that we have in our trophy case in the, in the hospital, but it's about the process that we've put in place for the last several years. Those awards just come automatically, uh, naturally, uh, and we're excited to get those and speak about those. Uh, but it's about providing exceptional and world-class care at Peterson. That's what we're trying to do. Um, so it's good stuff. Yeah, what kind of awards? Of, yeah, what kind of awards have y'all won? I'll let Lisa speak to that. It, it would do, but it's, it's well, good for you and to it's do it. become you know over the years since Corey's been here, we do we offer town halls and we after we offer community presentations and we'd have a slide with one or two, and now it's gone to multiple pages. <laughs> it might take a while. Um, I'll be quick. Yeah, we got plenty proud, of time. Proud of yeah. all of them. Um, one of the most proud is we've been on a journey to get the Baldridge Award, which is a big award, not just for hospitals, but for businesses. And it's, we've been on that journey for about eight years, mm. not giving up. There's many steps to take it, but the it takes first... A, takes about 10 years to, to get it normally. And you um, can't... So. Lately, you cannot receive that award unless you go through uh, the Quality Texas Award, which is hours and hours of application writing, really months and months. And then a week-long serve group of surveyors that come, and they they look at every part of your hospital. You have to win at the state level first before you can go national, to the national, national award. And we, we, we've been on that journey for several years, and we finally got the quality of Texas. So uh, systems and processes <laughs> have oh, yes. to be in place. Huge. So that, yeah. that's a big milestone for us. 
Then in um, last year, we were very proud to get the Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work Award to be named one of the best places in the nation to work is amazing. And so we've That's actually huge. applied for that again this year and, and expect to get it. We've been a top 100 rural community hospital for, for seven years now in a row. And as I was sharing with John, in 2017, um, they took the top 100 and they picked the top 20. And we were the only hospital in the entire state of Texas that made that top 20, mm. which was historic. We hope to hear soon that maybe we've returned to that top 20. That's awesome. We received multiple health grades awards, and we have the Health Grades Outstanding Patient Award for the fifth year in a row. And what's special about that award is that award encompasses everything. The patient experience from the time they walk in the door, the, the, how clean the facility is, the food, uh, and of course, patient care. So that award goes to everybody in the hospital. Um, we received four Women's Choice Awards for 2022. We have an, uh, an award for our orthopedics program, a stroke care, outpatient experience, and patient experience. And those are awards based on surveys from, from women. Um, and that's a national award. And to have four this year is a record for us. Um, and then we always receive Kerrville Daily Times Reader Choice Awards. Hospice has got it multiple times. Home care has two. And this year we had the top nurse in, in Kerrville. So, oh, that's, I'm glad they do that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yes. oh, yeah. other, other awards. Uh, uh, we were on the U.S. News and World Report, uh, one of the top hospitals. We've had um, also Newsweek has rated us best maternity hospital. And really, it goes on and on and on. And we are just proud. Everybody does, um, again, as he says, they just they come to us. And we wouldn't be winning these awards um, if we weren't providing the very best care. Um, and now being recognized nationally is just um, amazing. And we don't expect them to end. No. So I'm going to go to three pages at one point. <laughs> That's incredible. That, I mean, those are a lot of awards. And those are prestigious awards to win as well. So, yeah, that is absolutely incredible. All right, uh, we are kind of getting near the end of the podcast here. John, do you have any more questions? I do. I have one last question. Um, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What kind of legacy do I want to leave? Man, you go deep, John. I have <laughs> that's a big one. That is, that, that's, that's good. Um, the legacy I want to leave is um, a legacy of positivity, uh, a legacy of growth of that you that you are capable and can do it, uh, that negativity has no um, place in, in our system, in our healthcare uh, here in, in Kerrville, and, and that we are here to serve others and to give, always give our best. And that's kind of the legacy there. So beautiful. Absolutely. All right, Corey Edmondson and Lisa Winters with Peterson Health this morning. Thank you all so much for coming in and being part of the Kerrville Podcast today. And uh, we'll be back with uh, episode number 54, 54 on Tuesday. Thank, thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.